Welcome to the Fix Your Sciatica podcast, where we meet with experts and clients and discuss how to manage your sciatica and low back pain without the use of medications or surgery. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Mack, and I'm a physical therapist as well as the founder of iFixYourSciatica.com, a go-to resource for pain management. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you for listening. And if you are tuning in again, welcome back. And lastly, if you find today's episode or any of these episodes of this podcast to be helpful or insightful, please follow and rate this podcast on whatever platform you're using. The more followers and ratings we get, the more we can help people like you. And without further ado, let's get started. We live in an amazing time. And the evolution of technology, science, and the internet has actually provided us with an unlimited choice of providers and interventions for our pain. With the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic, there was an exponential growth of virtual services such as digital coaching and telehealth. And that is how iFixYourSciatica.com came to fruition. But now that the world is opening up and in-person services are back in action, it can be quite overwhelming to figure out the best person to go to if you're dealing with sciatica pain. Now, I may be biased myself as this entire platform is built upon my expertise in sciatica pain management. However, there is still something to meeting with a professional in person. So in today's episode, I'm actually going to share with you the best way to find a provider to help you recover. And this episode is broken down into three major components. The first one is going to identify the pros who can actually help you with your sciatica. Next, we're going to move on to finding the qualities to look for in an effective professional. And then last but not least, the action steps necessary to take to find a provider who's going to be right for you. And I'm going to start off with the top of the medical healthcare food chain when it comes to sciatica pain management. And those are actually the medical doctors, such as the MDs and the DOs. And they are the gatekeepers of the healthcare system and the first line of defense when dealing with pain and medical issues. You know, whether it be an MD or a DO, MD, medical doctor or DO, doctor of osteopathic medicine, they will have the knowledge to prescribe medications, uh, recommend the necessary interventions for your care. And when going to a doctor's office, you may also be speaking with the nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant. They too have the knowledge to evaluate you and will be under the supervision and leadership of a physician you're still going to get the same great quality of knowledge from these folks as well. These professionals are actually broken down into individual specialties. The types of specialists that I'm listing are in no order of importance, just to be clear, just naming a few of them. And each, each one actually has their own focus and will be providing you a specific perspective in your recovery. The first person you would actually probably see uh, from a medical standpoint, is going to be your GP or general practitioner. This is a professional that you would see whenever something comes up and they can help you actually determine what the next steps are going to be in your journey. They would look at the general system and how your body is moving. And from there, they can either prescribe medications, prescribe another medical professional, or have you go to physical therapy or chiropractic care. You might even have a medical image completed, whether it be an MRI, 
uh, x-ray or even a CT scan. And if you want to learn more about MRIs and your pain, check out our episode all about it. And the link to that video is going to be in the description of today's episode. The best way to maximize your interactions and results from medical doctors is that you have to tell them everything. The more information they have, the better. And if things don't work, tell them. These professionals are here to help you. And if they can't to the fullest of their ability, they can't help you to the fullest ability, they don't know the whole story. The next specialty in the physician standpoint would be an orthopedist. Now, this specialty is a fairly broad specialty, but it would cover anything from the musculoskeletal system to the spine itself. And this is where they can take a more in-depth look at your spine and your joints to see if there's anything missing from the previous exam. They too can prescribe medications, imaging, and recommendations for other conservative treatments. Uh, They may also even refer you out to a different professional, which could be a spinal interventionalist. Oftentimes, the interventions between physicians can overlap with the previous provider. And to uh, avoid any adverse medical reactions and avoiding your overwhelm, you have to ask as many questions as possible, which can ensure your success. Now, speaking of spinal interventionalists, these professionals actually specialize in the spine itself. They'll look at the medical imaging, prescribe one if needed, and they would actually be able to see a little bit more of an interaction between your spine and the pain that you're feeling. They themselves can also be surgeons who may be able to help you via spinal surgery. You know, when you see a spinal surgeon or a surgeon, that means that your pain is at a point where conservative AKA non-surgical treatment has failed you. Now, no one wants to get surgery immediately or no one wants to get surgery in general. Uh, And there are spine surgeons who work specifically with your low back. There's also orthopedic surgeons who work on the skeletal structure, structure. And then you also have neurosurgeons who can focus specifically on working with the nerves in your brain. Surgical consultations and interventions are going to be based on data and information. Yes, the surgeons do make their money doing these procedures, but they too understand that surgery isn't for everyone. And in a future episode, I'll actually be discussing with you how to determine if you're a candidate for surgery and how to recover from various different spinal surgeries. And the key is to ask as many questions as possible. And you want to learn about the process of your surgery, what the expectations are when you are recovering from surgery, and then also what you need after your surgery. And most of these doctors should be recommending, uh, would be recommending uh, physical therapy or some sort of post-op rehab. And if they don't, then ask them why. Ask them why isn't physical therapy a part of the recovery process? And you might want to look for another professional, just something to keep in mind. If you're an athletic person, you might actually also see a sports medicine doctor. Uh, this is particularly useful when you hurt yourself during a physical activity. They would tie in your sport or activity with the injury to see if there is, if there are any links to fixing your pain. 
Now, all of the medical professionals that I've just listed are going to be the ones who can prescribe medications, schedule imaging, and interpret them, as well as in some cases, get you ready for surgery. The next group of practitioners I'm going to be listing are what I'd actually like to call interventionalists. What that means is while doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, and PAs can do what I just mentioned, uh, they aren't going to be the ones on the ground floor with you during your recovery. And once the recommendations and prescriptions are placed, it is actually up to you and these other interventionalists to put in the work for recovery. So let's just jump right into it, right? If you are no stranger to pain, then you might have worked with a chiropractor in the past. The chiropractic degree is a doctorate degree, and they have the knowledge and ability to order x-rays and provide adjustments of the spine and joints. I'm actually really great friends with a few chiropractors and they do fantastic work. Now, if you'd like to hear more about my interview with a chiropractor, you can actually check out the episode link in the show notes for today. One key defining factor in chiropractic care is that they often work off of the vertebral subluxation model, which would then lead to manipulations, adjustments, or cracking of the spine. And I've been adjusted before and it feels great. Now, when seeing chiropractors, make sure that you tell them everything and how you are feeling. Be as descriptive of your pain as possible. It's not just okay or not bad. Tell them everything so that they can use this information to make the best decision for you. You might see a chiropractor multiple times a week for a series of weeks. We are going to take a quick break to tell you about our awesome new program called the Sciatica Protocol. If you don't have the time to see a professional but are tired of trying to figure out this recovery on your own, then the Sciatica Protocol is for you. Harness the power of a knowledgeable physical therapist through your phone. It takes no more than seven minutes per day and it is designed to help you recover as quickly as possible. Now, having an on-demand physical therapist can cost thousands plus hours of sessions, but with the sciatica protocol, you'll receive the same, if not better, customized care completely free. And why are we making this program free? Because I believe that everyone deserves to live free from pain without actually having cost be the biggest obstacle. It is simple to start and all you need to do is log into ifixyoursciatica.com forward slash the dash sciatica dash protocol and fill out the nine question quiz to begin. The link for the program is in today's show notes. Now, another profession is going to be acupuncture. Acupuncturists also work really great because they work with the general energy flow of the body. And what I really love about acupuncture is that they can see and monitor what you can't necessarily identify yourself. Remember sciatica, sciatica pain is an irritation of the sciatic nerve and in some cases can interrupt the energy flow in the body. Acupuncture can unkink the wires so that the energy can move throughout your body more fluidly, allowing you to have some relief of your pain. I actually go to an acupuncturist regularly and I interviewed my acupuncturist last year about how acupuncture can work. And the link to the episode is also found in today's description of today's episode. They're also well-educated on nutrition and stress management habits. 
And what you're going to often find uh, with chronic sciatica pain is high levels of stress, less than an ideal diet, and poor sleep. And the great news is that you can address these other factors with acupuncturists, and that can facilitate healing. Massage therapists are another provider or is another provider who you can help recover from sciatica pain. They're amazing. They are amazing with their hands and you'll be surprised by the power of human touch. If implemented correctly with the right practitioner, there's going to be some fantastic results. Now I try to get a massage once a month, but sometimes it's a little bit longer between bouts. And the three main questions that I get asked in regards to massage therapy and sciatica pain include one, where can I find the right practitioner or right massage therapist? Number two, hard pressure or light pressure? And number three, where to get massaged? So the first question I'm actually gonna answer at the end of today's episode, but then the next question, hard pressure versus light pressure, uh, it's gonna be dependent on how you're feeling. If you're in a lot of pain, say five out of 10 or more, then light pressure is going to be the key to relaxing your nervous system, calming things down. Now, if the pain isn't too much, say like a low grade one to three, then yeah, maybe a little bit of a harder pressure can work for you. However, it is for it is important for you to not overload your nervous system. When you're experiencing sciatica pain, your nervous system, your nerves are firing. And it's important for us to make sure that we are not providing too much of the stimulus, too much pressure to cause that nerve to get even more irritated. And then the last question when it comes to massage is the area. Now, there are many sites in which sciatica pain can actually initiate, whether it be in the low back, the glutes, the hamstrings, the calves, and you and your massage therapist will actually be able to determine the right muscles to work on. And I actually have a, an episode with my massage therapist that you can also find in the link in the description today. So let's talk about physical therapists. Physical therapists are uniquely equipped to provide relief with sciatica pain. Our education actually takes a deep dive into the skeletal, muscular, blood, and nervous system anatomy for a big understanding of sciatic pain. With this understanding, we can actually identify the best exercise, stretches, massages, techniques, or even equipment to help with relief. And just like other professionals, physical therapists can specialize. Some are going to be a little bit more hands-on and provide manual therapy, such as massage or similar adjustments like chiropractors. These are called manipulations or high velocity amplitude thrust maneuvers in case you wonder what the technical jargon that we use as physical therapists. There's going to be other physical therapists who are going to be entirely exercise based. Um, and pretty much what that does, what it allows you to do is allows you to be put in the driver's seat of your recovery. Another group of professionals, another growing group of professionals who are having a key role in sciatica pain recovery are going to be the movement coaches, such as personal trainers, fitness instructors, fitness coaches. Their background in exercise is going to be helpful in getting you stronger, more mobile, and agile so that you can work around your injuries and ensure that you, they do not come back. The evolution of fitness education has actually created some really great fitness professionals who can help with chronic pain. Everyone, all these providers are in the business of helping you and each professional has its place. 
such as the doctor's roles are to oversee the plan of care and provide surgery and medications if necessary. Chiropractors, acupuncturists, physical therapists are trained and licensed to treat the pain at its source. Fitness trainers, massage therapists are also really helpful at improving your movement, improving your soft tissue extensibility, but also help you build up your strength to prevent injury from recurring and also working around an injury as well as living past your injury. So now that we have these different categories of professionals, the next thing that we have to figure out is identify, well, what's the best for me? What's the best for you? And since this is a podcast episode and we're not having a direct conversation with you or with each other, it is actually hard for me to say who would be the best provider for you. However, I do have a list of qualities that help you identify an an effective practitioner, regardless of their background, and I'm going to share them with you. The first quality is the ability to ask questions. Everyone that you're working with, we are scientists, and scientists need enough information or data to come up with an answer to a problem or solution to a problem. Your problem right now is sciatica. And in order for us to get more information, to gather more data, we have to ask questions. We have to ask for them. The professional should be asking you more questions than providing you with answers during the first session because they need to get a better understanding of the problem. And this is going to result in a more accurate diagnosis and effective treatment. If they are asking you questions, That also means that they are looking and gathering more information. And this truly means that they have a pretty good ability to listen. Have you ever spoken with someone who wasn't listening to you? Have you ever met with a medical professional who was dismissive and not paying attention to what you were saying? How did it feel? Did you feel heard or understood? I know that I don't when that happens to me. And interestingly enough, there is some research out there showing that the feeling of being heard can actually help with pain relief. And a reference to this source is in the description of today's episode. So it is important that the professional across the table or room or on Zoom or the person who's looking at you right away is writing down what you're experiencing so they can get the information they need so that you can get one step closer to relief. Once they get enough information, they need to provide you with actionable steps to help you feel better. You should be leaving that session or appointment with better clarity of how to solve your problem with sciatica pain. And interventions can include medications, stretching, hands-on treatment like massage, or even referring out to another practitioner. The two main reasons why people go to practitioners is one, to rule out anything that could be worse, and pain relief. And pain relief comes with action. And I have a hard truth for you. Unfortunately, pain relief will not often be relieved with a snap of a finger. There can in fact be some cases where this can happen, but more often than not, relief doesn't happen on the first try. As a result, your practitioner has to understand the effect of said actions provided. They have to ask you the most important question in your recovery which is going to be, how are you feeling? Better, worse, or the same? 
It makes no sense to do a stretch if it makes your pain worse. And it also doesn't make sense to do the same exercises over and over again if they don't work as well. Remember, your main focus when you're in pain is to get relief from it. Yes, your muscles can be weaker or joints are tighter, but unless whatever you're doing is reducing the size or intensity of your pain, you need to move on to something else. Which means that these practitioners should be changing their approach based on the information you provide for them. No one has time to just wait it out or see what happens. The pain you're feeling is very much real. It's an alarm. It's an alarm warning you that something needs to change. And these practitioners should be providing you something different to progress you at each visit. If not, then it's time to find a different practitioner. Speaking to someone else, the last quality, which is also very important, is the ability to refer out. My specialty is helping people with sciatica and low back pain due to orthopedic issues which means that the pain is caused by cancers or dysfunction or anything else outside my scope, it is prudent to me to refer my clients to the right professionals. And oftentimes, I'm actually the first person to spot the issue. Referring out is the sign of a knowledgeable professional who understands their limits and the potential for others. Now, knowledge doesn't provide pain relief. Because if that was the truth, no one would be living in pain with all the free and available information providers that are out there. Action is going to drive pain relief. Your action step today is going to take this information I just shared with you to find a provider that can help you. If you need more assistance in finding the right professional, there are a couple sources, a couple action steps that you can take. One, Ask your friends. People in your community are gonna know the ins and outs of the doctors in your area. Ask them about their experiences and make a decision based on that information. The second one is you can actually reach directly out to me by emailing me at info at ifixyoursciatica.com to answer any of the questions that you may have. You can also take your own recovery into your own hands and do the work yourself by going through our sciatica protocol, where it's going to help you go through customized stretches and programs specifically for your relief, and you can do it all through your phone. All you need to do is go on to ifixyoursciatica.com slash v-sciatica-protocol. One thing that can make your pain worse is a feeling of hopelessness. You have options for relief. We live in an amazing time where there are countless professionals and programs that can help you. And it's time for you to take that step and recover. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day. No patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice, and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider.